Hello and welcome to this another edition of Words from the Word of God and a Ray of Light from the Word. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you have access to the Word of God by your Bible, mobile device, or computer, I would ask you to turn over or access Genesis chapter 15. Genesis chapter 15, there we'll be reading verse 1 down through verse 6. I want to speak to you for a few minutes today on this topic, security in the Lord, security in the Lord. As the Word of God, we begin reading, and I invite you and encourage you to read along with us here. The Word of God tells us, beginning in verse 1, after these things, the Word of the Lord came unto Abraham in a vision, saying, Fear not, Abraham, I am thy shield and thy exceeding great reward. And Abraham said, Lord God, what wilt thou give me, seeing I go childless, and the steward of my house is this Eliezer of Damascus? And Abram said, Behold, to me thou hast given no seed, and lo, one born in my house is mine heir. And behold, the word of the Lord come unto him, saying, This shall not be thine heir, but he that shall come forth out of thine own bowels shall be thine heir. And he brought him forth abroad and said, Look now toward the heaven and tell the stars if thou be able to number them. And he said unto him, So shall thy seed be. And he, Abraham, believed in the Lord, and he counted it to him for righteousness. May the Lord bless the reading of his word to our hearts. I want to focus your attention back to verse 1 of chapter 15, where it says the in the end, the Lord uh, speaks to Abraham here. He says, and the Lord came unto Abraham in a vision, saying, Fear not, Abram, I am thy shield and thy exceeding great reward. And I want to focus your attention on those words. And I want to speak to you for a few minutes on this subject and this topic, security in the Lord. Security. How do we define security? If you look it up in the dictionary, it's defined as a state or quality of being secure. And it gives an example, freedom from danger or freedom from anxiety. I read this statement earlier today from a post that a dear sister in Christ posted. It says, I am happy because no matter what I face, God has never left my side and he loves me always. That's a powerful statement if we consider it. And I read a a post from another brother in Christ today was speaking about what we do in times of adversity. And he was speaking about praying always and and seeking the Lord and, and trusting in the Lord and having faith in the Lord. And that speaks a lot to what we are talking about and what we have read here today if you consider the context of scripture it says right here in verse one after these things after what things abraham or abram had just defeated four kings and rescued his his uh his his brother's son lot and brought back the goods from the, that battle. He had been uh, in the presence of uh, basically the 
Melchizedek, the, the king of righteousness, the king of peace, which is a type of Christ. And actually, I believe in my heart is Christ himself appeared unto him. And he gave a tithe unto Melchizedek and a tenth of what he, the spoils he had taken from those kings. But he had been in this great battle with these kings. So after these things, the Lord comes to him. Now, you got to consider it could have been the possibility that Abram was thinking in his heart, well, these they're going to be gathering back together and all these kings are what's left of their armies and they're going to come back and retaliate against me for this great this great war that i had just won over them and they're going to come back and they're going to retaliate it could have been that he feared that uh the king of sodom uh, you know as the king of sodom offered to uh, give him many goods, and Abram completely refused him, and, and that's in verse 22, Abram said unto him, uh, in verse 22 he says, and Abram said to the king of Sodom, I have lifted up mine hand unto the Lord, the most high God, the possessor of heaven and earth, that I will not take from a thread even to the shoe latchet and that I will not take anything that is thine, lest thou shouldest say, I have made Abram rich. He did not want the king of Sodom to receive any glory for anything that had happened. He did not want the king of Sodom to receive anything glory for anything that he had obtained he did not want him to get the glory he wanted the lord to get the glory so it could have been that abraham in his heart was uh, doubting or anxious about the king of sodom even coming against him whatever the situation was the lord brings this hope to his heart here the hope of security uh, what better security can you have? And, and I know many people doubt that the Lord can speak to you in certain ways this day and time. But let me tell you something. In my heart, I believe the Lord does not change. It is a fact of Scripture. It is a fact of his word. He is unchanging. We change. Our faith change. Our ways of seeking him change. But he is unchangeable so if he appeared to abram in a vision could be that he could come to us in the same way and this promise is not just made to abram it's made to us as well he says the lord came unto him and said in a vision he came unto him in a vision now what did that vision look like what was it like we don't know we're not given those details all we know is that the lord came to him and spoke to him these words fear not this is the significance of these scriptures right here fear not abram i am thy shield and thy exceeding great reward the word shield uh, in the hebrew is defined as the protector a shield defense or ruler in other words we are his abram was his from the time that he was called 
but we we see that the Lord is promising him this security and these promises go to us today as well why else would they be recorded in the word of god if we could not stand upon them god has given us his word that we can feel secure no matter what comes uh, it doesn't matter what we face what what trial what tribulation what problems what sickness whatever it may be comes our way the danger that we face in this world this fallen world every day the anxieties that come along with those dangers the dangers of financial failure the dangers of our economy collapsing the dangers of the evil that we're surrounded by on every side, the dangers of the C word when we go to the doctor, the the anxiety of not having enough, enough money to meet the bills for the next month, the anxiety of having problems with our family or losing a loved one uh, to some disease or sickness, all of these things surround us each and every day, and it is only in the Lord God, in Jesus Christ, that we can find security. It is only in the Lord that we can have the security, the feeling of being secure no matter what comes and secure from all the feelings of danger and anxieties that we deal with on a daily basis. He says, I am thy shield, but there are certain things that we must consider when we consider the security in the Lord. First, we must consider uh, the surety of our security, the surety of our security. How sure is this promise in the Lord? How sure is it, this promise of our, our Lord and, and from the Lord himself? How sure is that promise? Well, it's as sure as the words that we read on the pages of the scriptures here in his word. This is God's love letter to us. This is God's guarantee, his guarantee that he will do what he has promised. We have seen it worked out in our lives day in and day out. Abram had just had a great victory. Abram had been called to leave his home country by the Lord, and he didn't doubt. He didn't say, well, Lord, I want to think about that for a while. I need to pray about that for a while. No, he just got up and went. He believed, and, it, it was, and he went, and he followed the Lord wherever he went. But I, I want you to see that God was faithful to his promises. He had promised Abraham back in uh, Gen uh, Genesis chapter four, 13, verse 16. He says, and I will make thy seed as the dust of the earth, so that if any man can number the dust of the earth, then, then shall thy seed also be numbered. Like the sand of the sea or the dust of the earth. Can you number the dust particles in a dust cloud? That's how great the Lord had promised that Abraham's seed would be. So you see the faith that Abraham had in 
the Lord and what he said, the promises that he had promised him. He didn't, he didn't have to have physical evidence to trust in the Lord. He had faith. He had faith. Verse 16 here. Uh, I'm sorry, excuse me. Verse 6 of our, our reading here. Verse 6 in chapter 15. Uh, the Lord said, he took him out. He said, Lord, I don't have a seed. You haven't even given me a seed, an heir of everything that I own. One that I have right now is not even one of my born children. It is an heir of a relative that's going to inherit everything that I have. You haven't even given me a seed. What does the Lord say to him? He took him out and he said, uh, he said, look now toward heaven and tell the stars. And if, he said, if thou be able to number them. And he said unto him, so shall thy seed be. He believed in the Lord and it was counted unto him for righteousness. He didn't have to have the physical evidence that his seed was going to be what it is now. And might I say, when it's talking about the, the, the dust of the earth being his seed, that speaks of, to me, that speaks of his uh, lineage, the children of Israel. When he talks about the, the number of the stars being his seed, in my belief, it's speaking of his spiritual seed the church, the body of Christ. We are all the spiritual seed of Abraham. So think of the countless numbers of people who are the seed of Abraham now, and you can see how God's promises are true, that we have surety in our security from the Lord or in the Lord. But there's also something else we need to realize. We need to be we need to have submission for our security in the Lord. We need to have submission. Abraham was obedient. He was submissive to the will of the Lord. Not only that, but we must follow and wait upon the will of the Lord to be done in all of these circumstances that we face. We want to rush ahead many times when we have anxiety. We want to rush ahead of the Lord when we see danger coming and we want to handle things our own way. Abraham or Abram did not do that. He waited upon the will of the Lord to be done, but not only that, he was obedient unto the Lord and he worshiped the Lord all along. He was obedient and he worshiped him. Let's look at a few verses here, uh, if I can turn it and find it right quick right here in chapter 12. I want you to read a few verses with me. Uh, and it says right here, and this is after the Lord had told him to leave his home country. He got up and left. Let's pick it up here in verse 4, chapter 12. He says, So Abraham, Abram departed as the Lord had spoken unto him, and Lot went with him. And Abram was 70 and 5 years old when he departed from Haran. And Abram took Sarai, his wife, and Lot, his brother's son, and all their substance that they had gathered and the souls that had got, they had gotten in Haran, and they went forth to go into the land of Canaan, and into the land of Canaan they came. And Abram passed through the land unto the place of Sechem, unto the plain of Moray, and 
the Canaanite was then in the land. And the Lord appeared unto Abraham and said, Unto thy seed will I give this land. And there builded him an altar unto the Lord who appeared unto him. Abraham built an altar. What do you do at an altar? The altar was set up in remembrance that the Lord's will would be done and that the Lord's promise was true and that there was surety in his security and surety in his promises. So he built an altar to worship. And he goes on down here in verse 8 in the latter part. He says, and he, as Abraham was removed and traveling through the land, it says right here in the latter part of verse 8, And there he builded an altar unto the Lord and called upon the name of the Lord. Then if you move on down to uh, verse, uh, let me find it here. But move over to chapter 13, uh, verse 18. And then Abraham removed his tent and came and dwelt in the plain of Mamre, which is in Hebron and built there an altar unto the Lord. My point is, we want the Lord's will to be done in our life, but we're not willing to follow the will of the Lord. If we're not willing to be obedient unto his will, how can we expect his will to be done in our life? In other words, if we're not obedient unto him, how can we find security in him and his promises if we're not following what he's telling us to do. We must be submissive to have security from the Lord. We must be submissive in our security to have surety in the security. Amen. Not only that, but the settlement from our security in the Lord. What did he say here? Let's read it right quick. He said, I am thy shield and thy exceeding great reward. Folks, in Christ, in Christ, God's promises are true to us. In Christ, God's promises are true. Do you know how wonderful that is? That we know when God tells us, I am thy shield and thy exceeding great reward. In Christ, we have every spiritual blessing that we could ever need from the Lord. He holds nothing back. I love it because everything that we have from the Lord is exceeding. It's more than we could ever need. He meets our every need. And not only that, but he's promised to meet our material needs as well. I'm not preaching health, wealth, and prosperity. I'm not saying if you're in Christ, you're going to be the richest man ever. No, I'm not talking about wants. I'm talking about needs. I am talking about those things that you need to survive. Uh, the air and the sunlight and so on, water and food and so on and so forth. Those things that your body needs to survive. I'm not talking about material things that's going to waste away. Yes, these bodies are going to pass away, but what we have in Christ is eternal. He is our exceeding great reward. I want to read this passage from Peter, 1 Peter, and I love this scripture. It's 1 Peter chapter 1. If you'll turn over there and read with me right quick, I want you to see how sure, 
our settlement from our security in the Lord is. Listen to this. Now, this talks about our reward in heaven. He said, blessed, let's pick up in verse 3, he said, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy hath begotten us again unto a lively hope, an eternal hope in Christ, by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. We do not serve. We are not secure in a dead Savior. Our Savior is risen and he lives forevermore. He is the eternal Son of God. He is, was, and will always be the Almighty. I am Alpha. I am Omega, the beginning and the ending, the author and finisher of our faith, Jesus Christ. But in him, verse 4, to an inheritance, incorruptible and undefiled and that fadeth not away reserved in heaven for you who are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. Folks, when God says, I am thy shield, we can carry surety in it. If we're submissive, and obedient unto his will, his will will be done in our life, and we can find security through our submission unto his will. Not only that, but when we get this security, we have a settlement in heaven, an inheritance that's undefiled, incorruptible, which fadeth not away in heaven for us. And we enjoy the glory of the Lord right now in our lives as he provides all that we need. The, the apostle Paul would write, but my God shall supply your every need according to his riches and glory in who? In Christ Jesus. But it's all in Christ. God in Hebrews, the author of Hebrews chapter 6, he tells us that God made these promises to us and he swore upon himself because he could swear upon no greater that he would be true to every promise that he's made. And he refers us back to the promise he's made to Abraham back to Abraham, who we're talking about in this scripture. And not only that, but let's read verse 6 again. And he, Abraham, believed the Lord, and he counted it to him for righteousness. Folks, there is nothing that is can go wrong when we believe in the promises of God. We believe in the surety of the security that we have in him. We believe that in his promises, he will guard us from all danger. He will take away all the anxiety. If we are submissive to him and his will for our life, and we follow what he directs us to do through his word and by his coming to us in various ways through the power of the Holy Spirit and the presence of the Holy Spirit that resides in us through Christ Jesus our Lord his person and his presence in our hearts and then we find the, the settlement that that hope we have that hope we have for eternity in Christ Jesus but it's all in Christ and it's all because we trust in him and it is counted unto us for his righteousness 
thank you so much for joining me today, and I look forward to the next time that we can share in the Word from the Word of God and a ray of light from the Word. And I pray that this has been a blessing to your heart as it has to mine. God bless.